Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Once again, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you all here um, as we go through this process. So let's go ahead and jump into everything today. So first, we are going to be talking about our goal today. And our goal today is I am going to walk you through just simple steps so you can build relationships with your students that first week of school. So these are just simple strategies that you can use to build relationships with your students the first week of school. As I said before, I know it's easy to maybe jump over to YouTube or look at TikTok or be scrolling on Facebook, but I want to encourage you all to put away all distractions during this time. So make sure if you can, go ahead, dedicate this 15 or 20 minutes, put away all distractions. If you're listening to this on a podcast, this applies to you as well. So let's talk about our journey for the weekend or our sessions rather and how it looked like. So our first session, we had a kickoff, and then we went into our routines and procedures for our first session. Then on our second session, we talked about high expectations for your language learners. Today, which is our third session, we're going to be speaking of building relationships and how you can do that with your students. Our fifth session, we are going to be actually, um, I'm going to walk you through how to plan the first week of school. And then on our last session, I am going to be sharing with you a checklist and how to create your own back to school checklist so you can stay focused and on track on exactly what you need to do that first week of school. Now, let's take a look at look at our journey for today. So uh, we're going to welcome and then we're going to talk about the why. Why is this important? What is the why behind all of this? And then we're going to start off by reflecting because we need to reflect so we'll know exactly where we need to move forward or how to move forward during this process. I'm going to share with you how to build relationships, just simple strategies that you can implement to build relationships with your students. We're going to talk about some challenges and how to overcome those challenges. And then I'm going to give you some very specific action steps so you can take action and get started on this process. So let's jump into the why. Why is uh, why is building relationships with your students important? Well, the first reason is that it strengthens your classroom culture. And having a strong classroom culture is going to just really benefit you and the students. One of the reasons why is because it reduces behavior problems in your classroom. It also increases student achievement. So building relationships with students, you are going to increase the achievement. I know this. I've seen it. It is amazing when it happens. But this is how powerful it is to build relationships with your language learners. The next thing is, is that it increases student engagement. Yes, (laughs) the students want to engage. They want to participate. They want to do their work. So let's dive into our first reflection question today. And that reflection question is, I want you to think about the previous school year 
how did you build relationships with your language learners? Now, if you're a new teacher and you're listening in on this, think about it when you were student teaching, how you built relationships with your language learners. If you observe, think about how your mentor teacher built relationships with your language learners. You can still participate in this. So take a moment, pause this, um, and think about and brainstorm in the workbook, how do you build relationships with your language learners? Okay, great. So I want to share one way that I did for mine. I shared this um, when we did the live recordings of these, but um, this is something that I really struggle with throughout the year. And one of the ways that I did it was by advocating for the students, really pushing that, you know, that the teachers, you know, make sure that they're doing right by them, which they were, uh, but really making sure that when it was time to advocate for them, I did that. And this was something that really took time because a lot of times students don't really see you advocating for them. Um, it's something really done behind the scenes. Uh, so, but once they figured that out, it really strengthened our relationships. And, and, and I said that this school year, this is something I need to be more intentional about them seeing in a professional and respectful way. And um, also, I'm going to do other things just to make sure that they're seeing that, you know, I care for them. I want the best for them. And so, but that was something that really helped build relationships with my students. So I would love to share yours. You can share them in the comments under this post. Um, you can send me an email. You can write it on a blog post. However you want to share it, share it. You can write it in your journal. But really think about how, how you built relationships with your students last school year. Okay, let's dive into our second reflection question. So our second reflection question is, reflect on how you built relationships with your language learners last school year. So this is where you think about um, two to three strategies, that you, specific strategies that you use that work. So I kind of gave a preview into that just a moment ago. But one strategy that I did that worked was that I advocated for my students. Um, so think about very specific strategies that work for you. Was it you playing team building games at the beginning of the school year? So what are some strategies that worked for you? I'm going to have you pause this video for and brainstorm those strategies. And when you're ready, come back and join me. So great. So what we're going to go ahead and do now, before I share how you do this, some very specific strategies, I want to invite each and every one of you to the Close Read Club. The Close Read Club is a, a ready-for-you curriculum for grades 4 through 12. I get this all the time. I want to make planning easier. How do I make planning easier? And this is how you do it. So the Close Read Club is a full curriculum that includes everything that you need to engage your students. It's going to reduce your planning time and it's going to make supporting your students 10 times easier. Why? Because you're going to have everything already planned out, scaffold, and differentiated for your students. The goal of this is just to make your planning easier. The goal of this is to make your lessons engaging and exciting and really take that load off when it's time for you to plan. So here is everything that's included. You're going to get detailed lesson plans for each unit. You're going to get a monthly curriculum map. Each month, you're going to get a month worth of lessons that include do-nows, readings, formative assessments, summative assessments, and a skills-focused lesson. 
To join, go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash close read club. Once again, that email address is myadventuresinesl.com forward slash close read club. You're probably wondering, what is this going to cost me? I want to share with you, it's not going to cost you $497. It's not going to cost you $247. It is going to cost you $149 to join. So go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash closery club. And on top of that, for a special, you can join today for just $5. $5, you all. So you can join on a special for $5. Our monthly payments are $20. And so you can join today, $5. Try it out. If you love it, just pay the $20 a month and you will get those full lesson plans. But the first month is only $5 if you join today. You also have the option of a full payment of $149. If you decide to do that full payment of $149, I have a special discount coupon code that I'm going to give you today. So go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash closery club to join. If you decide you want to pay in full, you are going to save $50 off. So plus already paying in full, you're going to get a discount. So you're going to get over a $90 discount in total if you pay in full. The discount code is prep plan 50. So write that down. Prep plan 50. That will save you $50 off that $149. So to join, go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash closery club. And remember, you have the option to join today for only $5. Or you can use that coupon code for $50 off and do prep plan 50 and get an additional $50 off that $149. So let's go ahead and jump into how to do it. How do you build relationships with your language learners? Well, the first thing to do, I suggest everybody is to complete student interest surveys. This really helps you identify what your students are interested in, and that way you can include them in lessons. You can find books. You can make connections with the students. I am doing this. This is going to be on my back-to-school to-do list with my students is to find out what they are interested in. The next thing is being fair and consistent. I know sometimes students have a very subjective view of what is fair, (laughs) Um, but try your best to be fair with all of your students and be consistent. And really what that means is like being fair around what your expectations are in the classroom. So if you say one thing and then turn around and do the complete opposite, the students are going to pick up on it. And then that is going to affect your relationships with them. So definitely really try to be intentional about being fair and being consistent in your classroom. The next thing is be an advocate for your students. Don't be afraid to stand up for your students in a respectful manner. Um, And and to do that is always helpful to know the state laws, how things work, and advocate for your students and let them see them, let them Let them see you advocating for them. So do that. I know, like I said, I always do this kind of behind the scenes, but I really want them to know ahead of time that I am your advocate and I am here for you throughout the school year. The next thing is plan field trips throughout the year. This is a great way to make connections with your students and build relationships with them. 
The next one is create a positive learning environment. This can be done through the things that you say, the things that you do, your classroom environment, the vibe in your classroom, your actions, um, encouraging the students. So create a positive learning environment for your students. The next thing is Pronounce students' names correctly. Yes, take the time to learn a student's name. Someone in our session uh, session before suggested a really great app that does this. I will make sure to link that app to help you with this process. The next thing is listen. You know, listen to what their needs are. Listen to what they may be struggling with. Listen to what they're not saying. So make sure you take the time to do these things and you are going to strengthen the relationships you have with your students. So our next step is you have an activity that I want you to complete. You can pause this video or audio during the process, but I want you to brainstorm. What are some specific actions um, that you're planning to take to build relationships with your language learners this school year? I gave you some strategies and some actions you can take, but I actually want you to write those down. You, I want to encourage you to do at least three to four and write those down. And that way you'll know what you need to do when it's time to plan. So go ahead, pause this video, give you some time to do that, brainstorm that and just come back once you're ready. So the next thing that we're going to dive into are the challenges that you may come into or encounter rather when this happens. So when you're building relationships, you're going to always have some challenges. Um, one challenge that we might have is our mindset. You know, we may come in with stereotypes about the students, biases around the students. And so this can really, really, really affect our mindset. One way that I overcome this challenge, unless I have students from the previous year, is that I usually don't ask any teachers, especially if they've been here before, about the student. Like, I want to come in with just a fresh <laughs> mindset, clean slate with them um, at the beginning of the school year. So I'm not making sure I'm not coming in with any kind of, you know, preconceived biases about the students or what I think I might know or how they're going to be. It's a little bit more difficult when you, when you know the students, but you can still adjust that. You can still be like, this is a new year. We're going to start over fresh. And this is how we're going to do that. The next challenge is inconsistency. Like it's hard when we're inconsistent. One of the ways to overcome this is that I make sure that what I'm going to do is do constant reflections on how I'm doing building relationships. Because like I said, this is something that I struggled with last year. So I'm going to make sure that for me, how I am overcoming this challenge is reflecting once a week on how I am making progress towards doing this. The next thing is failure to be fair. Like I mentioned, like we're not being fair with how we are um, building the relationships. And so that can look like in our classroom is that maybe we're taking, you know, the time to build relationships with group A, but we might have some type of feelings about group B and we are just not taking the time to, to build those relationships. They can see that. That's not fair to them. Like you're taking time with group A, but you're not doing it with group B. And students pick up on that. So make sure, and that goes with being consistent, that whatever you're doing with group A, taking that time, being intentional with building a relationship with them, that you're doing it with your second group as well and all of your students. The next thing is time constraints. So a lot of us feel a lot of pressure to just jump into teaching. And what I want to encourage you to do is in 
when you're planning, plan to build relationships. Put it in, put icebreakers in your lessons. Put in your know, do nows, ways that you can, you know, come together as a community to to do a um, formative assessment. So think about little things that you can do throughout the day to build relationships, even though around your time constraints. And one way to overcome this is to be intentional and plan it. So I would love for you to share some of the challenges you may have had. You can do that in our Facebook community. You can do it on our blog. But I would love to hear how some of the challenges you've had and how you've overcome those challenges. So let's dive into your action steps, a.k.a. your homework. (laughs) So the first thing I want to encourage you to do is in our workbook, which I make sure the link, make sure you complete the building relationships activity, which is going to ask you a few questions. And that is going to help you determine some action steps and a clear plan on how to build relationships. And for our next session, I want you to research three fun and engaging icebreakers that you can do with your language learners. Once again, if you haven't already, celebrate those small wins. Write it down, share it in our Facebook group. You can put it on our blog. We're here to celebrate you. I'm here to celebrate you. uh, Celebrate those small wins. Y'all, I do not know. I've been working (laughs) like in my classroom today and I cannot talk for some reason right now. But celebrate those small wins. There's so many ways you can do that. I would love to hear them. So if you have any questions, feel free to email me at Millie at My Adventures in ESL. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions for you. Once again, I want to thank you for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you all in the next session. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.